0: Welcome to the Cyberman Show, a place that makes you smarter about Cyberverse. Be it cyber security, cloud, emerging tech, startups or ideas, we have it all. Let's begin. Hello everyone, welcome to today's episode. Today we'll uh, talk about an interesting report that came from Palo Alto's Unit 42 research team. It's called the uh, ASM threat report. It got launched in September 2023, mid of uh, the month Uh, this report is focused on uh, asm attack surface management and for those people who don't know what attack surface is essentially it's the number of all possible uh, points or attack vectors where an unauthorized user can access a system and extract data okay the objective of any organization is to make sure that the attack surface is smaller and easier to protect so organizations typically track the assets that they know about and also the assets that they know know about and for that they deploy technologies like external attack surface management that uh, continuously discover this unknown attack surface. I've done a specific episode on ASM uh, earlier this year. I recommend uh, everyone who doesn't know about ASM to go and look at that episode both on my YouTube channel as well as the podcast. Now going back to this report, the report includes some data from uh, may 2020 to may 2023 and uh, what palo alto did is they uh, analyzed data of uh, organizations so they did this research on 250 organizations now let's look at the key findings from these reports okay the report states that the attack surface is increasing simply because the cloud it infra uh, used by organizations across the world is evolving. It's always increasing and evolving. Okay, 80% of the security exposures were observed in the cloud environments, which means cloud is the dominant attack surface. Okay, Now, the report also found that the composition of new and existing services running in different cloud providers used by organizations over a period of six months. So, the, what organizations are doing is they are continuously trying to take down new services, most of them, and trying to launch new services. And this often leads to attack surface. <clears throat> also, the report states that over 45% of most org- Organizations high risk cloud hosted exposures in a given month were observed on new services that were not present in this organization's tax surface in the month prior. So, which means they are constantly trying new services. Okay, and uh, also that nine, nearly 95% of EOL software systems, which is end of life software systems exposed on the public internet of the organization, were found in the cloud environment. So, which means that uh, the organizations are too slow to retire outdated systems or there's a possibility that developers find it easy to deploy older software on new cloud instances that they are launching okay also over 75 percent of publicly accessible software development infrastructure exposures were found in cloud making them attractive targets for attackers okay so the also uh, the reports found very uh, interesting uh, observations on the vulnerability intelligence side or and also exploit intelligence. What they found is that on an average, organizations typically take more than three weeks to investigate and remediate a critical exposure. So, let's say there is a new vulnerability that is found, it is critical in nature. Organizations will follow their process and it will take over, on an average, over three weeks to Uh, do something about that uh, vulnerability okay whereas attackers what they are doing is they start exploiting vulnerabilities within hours of public disclosures and the report contains some examples so the report states that three of the 30 vulnerabilities that were exploited uh, that so out of the 30 vulnerabilities that this report found three of them were exploited within hours of cve public disclosure disclosure Okay. 19 of the 30 vulnerabilities were exploited within 12 weeks of the public disclosure and also the report analyzed 15 remote code execution vulnerabilities actively used by ransomware operators okay. and 3 of these critical RC vulnerabilities were exploited within hours of disclosures and 6 of these vulnerabilities were exploited within 8 weeks of publications. Okay. So attackers are moving at machine speed organizations are are not okay the report also states that the most common organization uh, risk uh, around cloud exposures are frequent misconfiguration shared responsibility shadow ITs, inherent connection to the internet as well as lack of visibility into cloud assets the report also states that RDP is the most prevalent Uh, Remote access service worldwide accounting for over 40% of the exposed remote services now Eight of the nine industries that this report studied had internet accessible RDP server vulnerable to brute-force attacks for At least 25% of the month, which means an organization launches a cloud Instance and at least for one week within a month this server will, will have RDP enabled on an average, okay? also in the last year report where the uh, the research team analyzed over 600 incident response cases they said 50% of these are, are targeted organizations lacked mfa or multi factor authentication on key internet facing assets and when you have rdp exposure and your mfa is not there of course it's easier for attackers to analyze to uh, compromise these systems okay the report also gave uh, a distribution of uh, the various types of attacks. So let's look at that data. So, three uh, most common exposures uh, led to 60% of the overall uh, attack uh, surface globally. Within those three, 22% of the exposures were because of web framework takeover. So, this includes insecure web versions of Apache web servers, insecure versions of PHP, insecure versions of jQuery accounts, etc. So what that means is developers are deploying, they don't secure them, you know, and uh, these things are, of course, internet internet connected and hence attackers are able to exploit them. The second category out of the three is 20% exposure is remote access services. So this includes things like RDP, which I mentioned, SSH and VNC, virtual network computing. These services, when they are compromised, they allow attackers to gain un- unauthorized access to an organization's network or systems and potentially leads to financial losses, reputational damage and other consequences. Okay. And by the way, RDP has been shown to be leading vector for business interruption via ransomware. The third category of exposure was the 17% category and this is around IT security and networking infrastructure. Essentially, these are uh, internet accessible administrative pages of routers, firewalls, VPNs and other core networking and security appliances. So administrators I believe quite we would leave these critical uh, infrastructure components uh, open with the default login and password sometimes and even if they are not default they are internet uh, facing. Okay, uh, the other categories that were mentioned in this were file sharing exposure which led to around 24 12 12 percent of exposures and also data breaches so this is essentially insecure ftps or other file sharing uh, uh, services and also sometimes misconfigured cloud storage the report also mentions industry-wise data so what they've done is they have taken around 10 or 12 industries i'm not going to cover all of the, all of them but i'm go, just going to talk for a few of them to make some points clear so various industries have different kind of exposure data uh, percentages and it completely depends on how the employees in that organization are behaving or organizations are behaving so for example in high tech 34% of exposures for, uh, on the IT security and network infrastructure uh, services, okay. Remember, the re- default login pages, interfacing code, security networking devices, that category. The second category in high-tech was remote access services with 31% exposure. The other industry, national government, 28% IT security and networking infrastructure, 23% file sharing. 23% databases, okay. So, it depends. So, databases are not as high. They are at least not in 12, two digits in the high tech, okay. Professional legal services, 50% of exposure because of file sharing, in, including unencrypted FTP servers. And 17% IT security and networking infrastructure. Healthcare vertical, 56% on the development infrastructure. It would be because healthcare as an industry is going through digital transformation, New tech is getting embedded by in the various uh, businesses within healthcare and this could lead to (coughs) developers uh, leaving the infrastructure insecure by mistake. 18% in healthcare uh, sector is IT security and networking infrastructure. Okay, and so on and so forth. So, as you would have realized by now, different industries have different kind of exposures but IT security and network infrastructure is most common followed by FTP or file sharing uh, based exposure databases etc okay so it, so for example in legal and professional services file sharing is a common thing they work a lot of documentation and as they it, 50% of the exposures were uh, about file sharing okay and then the report talks about manufacturing retail uh, etc So that's some industry-specific data. Now in terms of recommendation, (coughs) what the report recommends is you have to achieve continuous visibility which means essentially maintain a comprehensive real-time understanding of all internet accessible assets including cloud-based systems and services. You should address cloud misconfiguration by regularly reviewing and updating cloud configuration, aligning with best practices and uh, foster collaboration between security and dev- devops teams to secure cloud-native application development and deployment. Okay. They should not launch new services without keeping security teams up to date. Also prioritize remediation focusing on addressing the most critical vulnerabilities and exposures such as those with high CVSS score uh, which accounts for severity and exploit prediction scoring system EPSS score, which accounts for likelihood to reduce the chances of successful cyber attacks. Okay, now my takeaway the most interesting part I found is is this stark difference in the speed at which attackers operate versus the organization, specifically on the vulnerability part. Okay, so I believe there should be a way where uh, organizations should focus on automatic remediation of these critical vulnerabilities that have uh, high CVSS and high EPSSS scores okay Uh, also continuously scan your uh, external attack surface Uh, if you have a large digital presence and if you are involving uh, uh, developers which I believe most organizations are so that's my uh, understanding okay with that Thank you so much. I'll see you next time.